Our Lady of Lords apparition, is it from God or the devil? That is the message I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those of you, you know, who are unfamiliar with the subject at hand, let me give you a brief explanation as to what these apparitions are about. I'm going to give you a definition from Webster's New World Dictionary. It says anything that appears unexpectedly or in an extraordinary way, especially a strange figure appearing suddenly and thought to be a ghost. Number two, the act of appearing or becoming visible. So that's what we're dealing with here. And the apparition of Mary at Lourdes or Lourdes, France, is one of the most well-known of the apparitions of Mary in the world. And it's just as deceptive as the rest of the uh, Marian apparitions, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll try to give you a brief uh, overview of what this whole thing is about. Now, the Marian apparitions at Lourdes were reported in 1858 by St. Bernadette Subaru, a 14-year-old miller's daughter from the town of Lourdes, in southern France from February 11 to July 16, 1858. She reported 18 apparitions of a lady. Despite initial skepticism from the Roman Catholic Church, these claims were eventually declared to be worthy of belief after a canonical investigation, and the apparition is known as Our Lady of Lords. So that's what we're dealing with uh, here. I'm going to put an image on the screen there of uh, that young lady, Bernadette, and uh, give you a better idea as we go along here. Now, the following information was gathered from the Catholic News Agency in an article simply called Our Lady of Lords. And this will give you a basic look at the origination of this well-known apparition of Mary and how this whole thing uh, came about. So in Lourdes, France, in 1844, a baby girl named Bernadette Subaru was born. Bernadette's family was very poor, and Bernadette was responsible for looking after and caring for her brothers and sisters. Bernadette was a good-natured girl with dark eyes and a round face. The only education Bernadette received was the Catholic teachings, which she studied faithfully in the evenings. One of Bernadette's chores was to collect wood for the fire. On a cold day in February 1858, Bernadette and two companions headed off to the Gave River to collect pieces of wood. The two companions ran ahead and left Bernadette struggling to keep up. As Bernadette was taken off her shoes to make her way through the river, she was startled by a peculiar wind and rustling sound. Bernadette looked up towards the grotto and the caves on the riverbank. Near the opening of the grotto, Bernadette glanced and noticed the cave was suddenly filled with golden light. Lifting up her eyes, she saw a lady of great beauty dressed in a pure white robe with a blue sash, a veil over her head, a rosary clasped in her hands, and yellow roses at her feet. Bernadette rubbed her eyes. What a beautiful lady. But where did she come from? And what was she doing here? The beautiful lady smiled at Bernadette and asked her to say her rosary. 
Now, very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, as we study this apparition. Now, let's keep in mind that something supernatural took place. And keep in mind, she's a young girl, and she sees this uh, thing appear. I mean, suddenly, you know, uh, she heard the wind and the rustling sound, and now she looks up, and this bright light uh, fills this whole area in the grotto. So we also know that Bernadette, she was preparing for her first communion. Um, I want you to know the Roman Catholic Church, they start early in training up the young ones to believe that they are receiving Jesus Christ when the Catholic priest distributes what they call Holy Communion. So that's what that, that's what, uh, that is all about. It's the first time they're going to receive uh, that little wafer host who they believe uh, is Jesus Christ, you know, body, blood, soul, and divinity. So uh, the Catholic Church grabs the kids young. I did this myself. You know, you dress up in a white suit. You felt like a, a like a, a little man, you know, in your white suit and a tie and a whole nine yards. And here you are going for your uh, first communion. So, you know, any young Catholic man or a woman will, will be doing the same thing. That's that's a big thing in, in the church. You know, you, it's a big day. You know, usually you'll have the ceremony. Then afterwards, you, the family gets together, perhaps for a dinner or whatever. You know, you get some cards from relatives, and sometimes they throw a couple of bucks inside. So th this is what the Roman Catholic uh, people do. So keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we're dealing with something supernatural in this apparition at Lourdes. Now, the Bible tells us in 1 John 4 and 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try or test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So keep in mind that this young lady, uh, Bernadette Subaru, uh, she was trained up in the teachings, the man-made traditions of the Roman Catholic Church. It does not sound like she was a Bible reader. So she's uh, uh, absolutely filled with Roman Catholic teachings and that's all she knows. So she probably didn't even know this verse uh, at all. And she didn't know enough to test the spirits. This spirit, this thing that she's saying, this apparition uh, that asked her to pray the rosary. Isn't that interesting? So once again, we see the rosary. Uh, what a major part it plays in the life of the Roman Catholic person. So she couldn't discern what was happening, and obviously she was carrying her rosary beads, and uh, this spirit could see that. So this is what I want you to see. You know, the, the, the large part that this rosary plays in the life of a Roman Catholic, most of those uh, beads represent prayers to Mary. That's what's known as a Hail Mary prayer. So this is when, when this spirit asked this young lady to pray the rosary, it was praying prayers mainly to what they call Mother Mary. Now, Pope John Paul II, he placed the rosary at the very center of Christian spirituality and called it among the finest and most praiseworthy traditions of Christian contemplation. Pope Pius XI is quoted as saying, for example, the rosary is a powerful weapon to put the demons to flight. 
Wow. So don't miss this, folks. It's all about Mary. 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 Keep in mind that same Pope John Paul II, what he had sewed inside his papal garments, uh, a saying called Totus Tuus Sum Maria. What does that mean? Mary, I am totally yours. Now, alarm sirens should be ringing, folks, in your spirit if you are truly a Christian, if you've been born again of the Spirit, if you've been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ, you know that this is uh, not kosher. <laughs> it's not Christianity. It has nothing to do with it. But yet, this man was highly praised by many people. Many people sung his praises, including the late Billy Graham and others, folks, singing the praises of the popes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So keep that in mind, folks. So uh, what happened if the Bernadette obeyed this spirit and she uh, finished praying the rosary? It said Bernadette said her prayers, and when she was finished, she looked up. The lady had vanished. Bernadette caught up to her two friends and discovered that they were upset with her. What have you been doing? Playing in the river while we were out here collecting wood? Bernadette told them about the vision she had just witnessed. The girls told Bernadette she was silly and probably just seeing things. So she finally caught up with her friends and they were wondering what happened to her. And she told them about uh, the vision that she saw and they didn't understand it. And they said, you're probably just seeing things. So uh, I want you to see here now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously she saw a vision she saw a spirit. I want to make it very clear. Right at this point here, what she was looking at was a demon spirit disguised as Mother Mary. Oh, yes. This is what we're dealing with, folks. Either this thing is of God, from God, or it's from the devil. And I'm here to tell you today, folks, as a former Roman Catholic, that this thing is totally from the devil himself. The devil seeks to destroy Oh, yes, that's what he comes, he seeks to kill and destroy. He's after the soul, folks. I know, former Roman Catholic, a man who used to pray the rosary and believe in things like this, folks. Oh, yes, so, so keep in mind all these things I'm telling you. As I stated earlier, there were a total of 18 apparitions from February 11th, 1858 until July 16th, 1858, but it was not until March 25th of that year, 1858, that the apparition actually identified herself as Mary and the Immaculate Conception. Wow, the Immaculate Conception. You know, that, that's the teaching that Mary herself was conceived without sin. Totally unbiblical. Once again, another man-made tradition of the Roman Catholic Church. So here... This spirit that appeared identified herself, themselves, as the Immaculate Conception. Okay, it says, On February 24th, Mary asked for penance and prayer for the conversion of sinners. And the following day, she instructed Bernadette to dig the ground near the grotto. From that, a spring came forth, which to this day is used for the bath by pilgrims to Lourdes. At the apparition of March 2nd, Bernadette was instructed by Our Lady to tell the priest that people should come here in procession and that a chapel 
should be built on the site. On the Feast of the Annunciation, March 25th, the Blessed Virgin told Bernadette in the dialect of Lourdes, I am the Immaculate Conception. This dogma has been defined by Pope Pius IX just a few years earlier on December 8th, 1854. Wow. So here this uh, teaching, official teaching now, uh, December 8th, 1854, that Mary was conceived without sin. It's a total lie. It's only one person that came into this world, ladies and gentlemen, conceived without sin. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the creator of all things. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the first and the last. Hallelujah. That's, that's what we're talking about. He is the Almighty. So, so the devil, folks, will seek to take your attention off of the one you need, whose name is Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. You know, I remember when I first got saved, folks, when, when, when the Lord opened my eyes, removed the veil that covered my mind. You know, I was blown away about the wickedness of the devil. And this is why I do these videos, folks, to, to, to warn you, if you're Roman Catholic, get out, please, for the sake of your soul. Take heed to what I'm telling you. Search these things out for yourself. Dig into the Word of God for yourself. One day you're going to die. It could be today. You're not promised tomorrow, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, you know, here's this spirit, this demon spirit saying, oh, I want, I want a, a chapel built on, on the site here. For me, demon power, you see? Uh, and, and there was a site that was uh, built there. The Sanctuary of Our Lady of Lords is a Catholic Marian shrine and pilgrimage site dedicated to Our Lady of Lords in the town of Lords, uh, France. The sanctuary includes several religious buildings and monuments around the grotto of Massabielle, the place where the events of the Lords' apparitions occurred in 1858. Among them, three basilicas, the Basilica of Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception, the Rosary Basilica, and the Basilica of St. Pius X, respectively known as the Upper, Lower, and Underground Basilica. I'll put a screenshot up there. You could get a look at what this whole place looks like over there. This is where many people go. So it says the Sanctuary of Lourdes is one of the most visited Catholic shrines in the world with around 4 million pilgrims coming every year. The Grotto of Massabiele, which is the most famous site in the sanctuary, has hundreds of replicas in the world known as Lourdes Grottos. Now, isn't that interesting? So, so what they do is they, they imitate this, and they have the, these things are all over the world. It says hundreds. Now, now, think about this, folks. Millions of people are going here every year. You know, there are tours uh, that go to these uh, places. Not only Lords. Sometimes they'll go to Lords in uh, Fatima and uh, all on one trip. And these things cost thousands of dollars, by the way. So people will go over there, you know, the hotels are included, they'll go to the grotto where this young uh, girl, Bernadette, said she saw this apparition of Mary, then they'll visit the basilica, they pray the rosary together with tons of other Catholics, by the way, so every, you know, if you're a Roman Catholic, you know that rosary, you know, it, it, wait, they start praying that rosary, man, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's big, you know, this is a big thing, so, 
and 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 some of these tours will included uh, will be including worship of the Eucharist. That's the Catholic uh, host that the Blessed Sacrament that uh, is uh, part of the Roman Catholic Mass. So they'll go to Mass, and then part of some of these tours they will worship that Eucharist. They'll have a procession where uh, somebody, a priest, will carry the monstrance containing that wafer host, okay, whom they believe is Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. So it's all about uh, idolatry, paganism, folks. That's, that's what this is all about. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine how long this has been going on and how many people have been over there? Millions upon millions every year. And how many... Uh, sites around there sell rosary beads and what have you. Uh, the, the money that's been made, it's got to be in the billions upon billions of dollars, ladies and gentlemen. The, the amount of money, it's staggering. And I remember growing up as a Catholic, there was a little a plastic bottle, and that bottle was in the shape of that statue. I'll put it on a screen uh, of with this immaculate conception with, with, the, with the girl says she saw over there, and the bottle was in the shape of, of that, uh, that that woman there, and a little plastic bottle with water in it from what they said was from Lourdes. So growing up, a little kid, you're like, wow, man, this is holy water. I got holy water. This is from Lourdes. Can you imagine this, folks, this idolatry from this idolatrous system known as the Roman Catholic Church? Oh, yes, folks. So, you know, this is what happens when you don't have discernment. This is what happens when people do not know the Word of God for themselves. You see, people are trained up from young children in the system known as the Roman Catholic Church. You know, the Bible speaks out against these things in the book of Exodus, folks. One of the original Ten Commandments says this, the Second Commandment, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. I mean, do you want to serve the Lord, folks? Roman Catholic, listen, do you want to serve the Lord? Then you need to take heed to this. This is what I did. You know, I got saved, and out goes the old statues and stuff and all these other little things and what have you. Out went the rosary beads, folks. Get rid of them. You serious? You want to serve the Lord? Do you, do you really believe in God? Then, then, then you got to believe his word, folks. I mean, it, it, it's very serious. So... Uh, that's what I want to show you here as I teach you these things, folks. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen 14, it says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Satan can disguise himself, folks, appear to be holy, but he's not. You see, this is, this is a demon spirit. You're dealing with the uh, supernatural. You're dealing with the occult here, folks. Witchcraft, oh yes. So you, you need to understand that, folks. I know this is what I came out of, folks. You know, No question about it, folks. The devil is real, 
And we're, we're called to put on the whole armor of God because we battle against principalities and powers of darkness. Oh, yes. Now, you remember uh, when the Lord told Moses to uh, tell Aaron to throw down his rod? You find that in the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verses 8 and uh, 10. He says, it would turn into a serpent before Pharaoh. It was clearly a miracle that, that took place. But you know that Pharaoh called for his own wise men and sorcerers, and they had rods, and they cast those rods upon the ground. What happened? They turned into serpents too. Wow. So you, see, you see the mimicry, the imitation from the powers of darkness. And by the way, when Aaron threw down that uh, rod, he ate up all the other snakes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, you know, God used uh, Moses and Aaron uh, to do this before Pharaoh. So what, the point I'm making, folks, is uh, we're dealing with witchcraft, with, with things like this. And if you're not on your biblical toes, if you're not aware, if you don't have discernment, you will be easily uh, taken advantage of. So we're dealing with uh, witchcraft. So we, we see these things uh, when you remember with the plagues, you know, when the magicians and sorcerers of Egypt, they replicated the miracles that the Lord was doing. Oh, yes. You remember when uh, the Lord told Moses to tell Aaron to stretch out his rod over the rivers of Egypt and the rivers would turn into blood, you know, cause the fish to die that were in the river. Exodus chapter 7, verses 14 uh, to 22. And we see that the... Uh, magicians, they did the same thing. Oh, yes. The, we saw that also in Exodus 8 with the frogs. The imitation, the magicians and the sorcerers were able to replicate that same judgment. So, so do you see what we're dealing with here, folks? You're dealing with a battle against light and darkness. By the way, after those plagues, uh, they couldn't re replicate anymore, those uh, magicians, those uh, sorcerers, folks. So keep that in mind uh, when we talk about these things, folks. It must be noted also that this apparition of Mary identified herself as the Immaculate Conception, okay? As I said, you know, that they teach that Mary was free from sin. She was born without sin. That's a lie. It's a Roman Catholic teaching. It's a lie. Okay, you need to know that. Mary needed a Savior just like everyone else. Luke chapter 1, verses 46 and 47. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Hallelujah. So, uh, as I stated earlier, folks, the devil, he's the enemy of our souls. He'll do anything and everything to distract us and try to keep people from getting saved, and trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. So this apparition at Lord's is just another attempt by Satan, the father of lies, to get people to trust in a counterfeit Mary who has absolutely nothing to do with the salvation of souls. Oh yes, keep in mind that there are probably over one billion people uh, who would identify themselves as Roman Catholics. They are sitting under the sound of a counterfeit and soul-damning gospel. 
What's missing from this apparition and all the other apparitions, folks, is the plain and simple gospel. Romans chapter 5, verses 8 to 10. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You don't need Mary. You don't need these apparitions. You don't need to light candles. You don't need to pray rosary, uh, rosary beads or your Hail Marys, folks. You need Christ. This is the gospel. He died. Okay? You can be justified by his blood. Folks, it was verses like this that set my soul free from the darkness of Roman Catholicism. I knew I was justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. I did not need a Roman Catholic priest to offer up the sacrifice of the Mass to justify me or to have my sins taken away. I, 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 don't, I didn't need that. And it's the truth that set me free. It's the truth that will set you free. You see that? Simple. So, so these apparitions, not only lords, we're talking all the others, Fatima, uh, Medjugorje, uh, they go on and on and on and on. All over the world, folks. That's Satan at work. These are the last days we're living in. I'm coming with the truth that can set you free. This is the truth that you're not going to hear your local pastor talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> they won't go near stuff like this, folks. Don't go near it. In fact, they dance in unity with the Church of Rome very often. Oh, it's kind of scary, folks. So Satan does not want you to know verses, passages of Scripture like that. Here's one more I want you to see. In John chapter 3, verses 6 to 8, this is talking about the biblical new birth, how you become born again. Keep in mind, the Roman Catholic teaching is that they are born again when they're baptized as an infant. Another false teaching, a lie. Hear the truth here, folks. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth or wishes, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Hear me now, folks. I'm a born-again believer. I've been born again the biblical way. You know, people say, well, what, 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 what belief are you? Yeah, uh, let me explain to you. How I identify myself, I am a born-again, Bible-believing Christian who believes in the gifts of the Spirit, without question, okay, that they are applicable for today, that they have not ceased, if you want to know what I believe. That's how I identify myself. So, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. What is that talking about? You were born physically into this world. I was born physically into this world. But Jesus is telling us, that's him talking there. He's telling us, he's telling you, you must be born again of the spirit. You, you, the spiritual birth, sometimes referred to as the new birth. This must take place, folks, in your heart before you die. Magic's not going to get you into heaven, folks. Okay? You die, people aren't going to pray you out of purgatory. You're either right with God before you die or you are not. So what Jesus is telling you, 
is that you must be born again of the Spirit. Okay? So that fleshly birth, all that means is you're born into this world, folks. And if you've never been born again of the Spirit, hear me now, you are still dead in your sins. You can go to church every week, every day. means nothing. If you have not been born again of the Spirit, you are still dead in your sins. You are still on your way to a very real hell. That's the, that's the truth, folks. That's, this is love speaking to you today out of my heart. I don't want you to be duped like I was, folks. You know, if I would have died before I was born again, I would have died in my sins and I would have gone to hell. That's, that's a fact. That's the truth. So I'm giving you, in this uh, past few minutes here, I'm giving you the truth that can set you free. And I encourage you to, 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 to take the time and meditate upon what you're hearing if you don't know the Lord. Maybe you're not Catholic. It still applies to you. You might be Jewish. This applies to you. The, the Christ that I preach to you today is the Christ that you need. He's the Messiah that you need. No, no other little path to get in. Oh, no. No matter who you are, no matter what your religion is, you need to be born again. You need to be justified by the blood of Jesus Christ before you die. That's, that's, that's the truth. So I'm going to leave it right there, ladies and gentlemen. And keep in mind the title of the message, Our Lady of Lords, Apparition. Is it from God or the devil? I answered that. It is from the devil. And I gave you the truth, how you can escape and be set free. You be blessed and have an awesome and blessed day.